Welcome to Sparrow Speaks, the podcast with the latest health news and information from Sparrow, MidMichigan's premier community healthcare leader. I'm your host, Deborah Howell, and today we'll be learning about the High Risk Cancer Clinic and what services it provides for individuals at high risk for every type of cancer, including breast cancer. Our guest is Megan Hull, a nurse practitioner with Sparrow's High Risk Cancer Clinic. Welcome, Megan. Hi, thanks so much for having me today. Thanks for squeezing us into your very, very overpopulated day. We appreciate it. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) So what is the high-risk clinic, and why might a person be referred to that clinic? Okay, so the high-risk cancer clinic at Sparrow is for individuals who are at high risk for any type of cancer. For example, breast, colon, ovarian, pancreatic. You may be referred to the clinic if you have a family history of cancer. I see women who have had abnormal breast biopsies who put them at an increased risk for breast cancer. Sometimes there's a genetic mutation that is in your family, and so you may be referred to our clinic so that we can set up an individualized monitoring plan for you. Sounds good. And what can one expect during a clinic visit? First of all, you get to come and see me, and we are located in the first floor of the Herbert Herman Cancer Center, so not too far away from a lot of people. So you come to the clinic, and the first thing we'll do is sit down and discuss what is your specific risk for cancer versus the average population. So I'll take breast cancer, for example. If you're here because you're at increased risk for breast cancer, we talk about what's the average risk for breast cancer versus what is your individual risk. We talk about risk factors that can put us at risk for cancer, such as obviously family history, lifestyle changes, possibly genetic mutations. I do a formal risk assessment with you where I tell you exactly why you might be at increased risk. And then I think the most important part is we develop an individualized plan for you so that you understand what are we going to do to monitor you um, and continue to keep you healthy and safe in order to decrease your risk of developing cancer. Patients do feel better when they have a plan of attack, right? I think so, too. You know, one of the reasons that I love my job so much is I do understand what it feels like to be high risk for cancer. And I didn't have a me 20 years ago for somebody to sit down with and explain things to me. And I have had more and more people tell me, I'm so glad I came. You've answered questions. You've explained things to me. I don't feel as fearful anymore of developing cancer because I know that there is something that I can do and there's something that we can do together. I'm curious, you touched on this a little bit earlier, but what might make an individual be at increased risk for developing cancer? Okay, good question. So there's a lot of factors. There's obviously factors that we can't change, family history, genetics, you know, the fact that we might be men or we might be women, and that just in general can predispose us to certain types of cancers, especially as we age. So those would be the viable risk factors. But then other things are risk factors such as smoking, being overweight, those kinds of things that we can modify, those can put us at risk for cancer too. And those are all things we talk about when you come to the clinic. You didn't mention environmental. That's uh, interesting to me. No, but I'm so glad that you asked that because there are a lot of environmental factors that they're finding more and more often can contribute. Obviously, smoking is number one, and that could be firsthand smoke, which is the biggest, and then secondhand smoke, too. I often talk with patients about, have you lived on a farm with lots of pesticides? 
pesticides? Have you lived close to a radiation plant? Have you had radiation? One of the things that puts some women at breast cancer is if they've had, we call it mantle radiation or radiation for other types of cancer, such as Hodgkin's or, you know, leukemia or those types of things can put you at risk for developing other types of cancer too. So yes, environmental factors is important. And how can a person get referred to your clinic? This is one of my favorite things because I feel like more and more OBGYNs and PCPs and people in our community are learning more about our clinic. So the best way to be referred is speak with your doctor, your PCP or your OBGYN or a specialist and ask them to place a referral to the high-risk cancer clinic at Sparrow. That could be an internal referral within Sparrow system. It can be external if a patient sees someone who's in a Sparrow facility. So that's one way we can do it. Another one is we do take self-referrals. So if someone were to hear this podcast or hear about the clinic, you can call our front desk at the Herbert Herman Cancer Center and request an appointment with me. Um, And that number is 517-364-9401. Perfect. And of course, we'll also post that number for our listeners as well. Perfect. Now, Megan, what other disciplines and clinics are involved with the high-risk clinic? I know you don't work in a silo. Oh, no, I don't. I (laughs) don't work by myself. And for that, I'm so thankful. It's such a good multidisciplinary team. So obviously, there is the referring provider, whether it's PCP or an OBGYN. I always keep in really close contact with that referring provider so he or she can be on top of what we're doing with the patient. I work very closely also with a genetic counselor. Many people, not everyone, but some people meet criteria for getting genetic testing, and especially if there is an inherited gene mutation that we already know about in the family, or if something in the family history puts the red flags up that this may be a genetic type of cancer risk. So I work very closely with the genetic counselor. So for people who may benefit from genetic counseling, she's right there across the hall from me. I work with our breast surgeon. You know, if I have women who have had an abnormal breast biopsy, that puts them at risk for breast cancer. The breast surgeon will often send them over to me. I also work with our medical oncologist if need be. They're always one of my big resources if I have questions myself about patients and their risk factors. And those are basically my big people that I work with. Sometimes the gynecology, ecology surgeon will send me patients who may have a known genetic mutation so we can discuss monitoring and, and management that way too. It takes a village and you are Megan in the middle. You are the chief. <laughs> I love what I do, but I couldn't do it without my village. This is a really, really important clinic, as I've mentioned to me, and I strive to do whatever I can to keep people informed because I think informed decision-making is priceless in medicine. You know, patients are in charge of their themselves, their decisions, but to be able to make those decisions, they need people who can help them and explain things. Yeah. Knowledge is power, and having a team behind you makes all the difference. Megan, we so appreciate your time with us. Thank you so much for being with us today. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I've been looking forward to it. Great. To learn more about the Sparrow High-Risk Cancer Clinic and maybe even go see Megan yourself, visit sparrow.org cancer. And be sure to subscribe to Sparrow Speaks in Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or wherever you listen to your podcast for our additional healthcare topics. I'm your host, Deborah Howe. Thanks for listening and have yourself a terrific day.